Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to, oh hang on, Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from and deep breath to In between. Uh, I'm Tin, and, and I'm sorry for sounding a bit strange this week, uh, but you see, I'm trying to do yoga stretches while I record the show. I'm currently in the concerned wombat pose, and deep breath. Um, I'm now, there we go, in the uncomfortable Gregory pose. I heard that doing stretches is meant to help you relax, which I need because everything around here is always stressful. And I also heard stretching was good for your joints and reduces the risk of injuries. And as there's always something going on here at CC4K HQ that causes me to get into scrapes, I thought I could try being all a bit stretchy. And then if I got trampled on by stinky hippos or flung around by a grumpy Komodo dragon or I got sneezed at by an imaginary jar of confused pickles, you know, the sort of thing that always happens on this show, then I should just be able to twang back to normal afterwards as I'll have done all of my stretches. Uh, I've been learning some very, very complicated poses too. Uh, This one, hang on. (sighs) This one is called the gloopy half weasel. And you have to, it's very hard actually, you have to put one arm out flat, one leg out flat, and then your other arm and leg have to melt, and then you tuck your nose into your chin and fold your ears into each other, and then someone comes along, puts you in their pocket, and takes you to the shops. Uh, Sadly, there's no one around to help me here, because, well, I'm, I'm sure you can guess, you know. Linda! Linda, I mean, yeah, of course. Of course she's not here. I think she's out doing her Christmas shopping, I'm not really sure. So you see, well, you can't see, it's audio, but I can only do a half-half gloopy weasel before uh, going into a standing porridge shoe, which is very difficult. This is, oh goodness, uh, where I have to tuck my feet into my ears, my arms under my knees, and then my head into my belly button. And, uh, oh dear. Yeah, I'm definitely stuck. Um, I think this is why you need someone around to help, isn't it? Hopefully, I'm now so stretchy that I'll just sort of pop back into shape at some point. Um, Otherwise, I'll have to wait for Linda to get back, if she ever comes back. 
or she exists. I'm sure it'll be fine, listeners. Don't worry. Um, I guess I should just relax in this pose uh, till that happens. Um, yoga is meant to be relaxing anyway, isn't it? You know, uh, except it's not really that relaxing having my feet in my ears. Uh, oh, well, let me see if I can sort of tumble myself over to where the mailbag is. Ow. Ow. Yep. There you go. Uh, now how to open the emails and reviews you've sent. If I'm standing on my hands. Oh, yeah, I can do it. I can do it in my face. There you go. There you go. Thank you for sending in more brilliant jokes. Uh, I've got three here. Well, sort of two and a half, which you'll see what I mean in a minute. Um, firstly, I've got this from Ushi, who sent in this. What did the volcano say to the other volcano? I love her, you. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, ow, ow, ow. Oh, near. Oh, no, I really need not to laugh while stuck in the standing porridge shoe pose, but it was too funny and it was very clever. Wouldn't it be nice if volcanoes were trying to say, I lava you, when they erupted? Though, obviously, it would be better if they just said it rather than, you know, melting everything in sight. Thank you, Ushi. Such a great joke. Next up, we've got another very clever wordplay joke from Caitlin, who says she is 10 panda years old, which I think, if I've done my calculation correctly, is about 120,000 ant years or aged four in bison. And Caitlin sent in this. Why doesn't popcorn go out at night? Because it's not kernel. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Caitlin, that is such a clever joke. I am so impressed with what you've done there that I almost didn't mind falling over again. I've always wanted to know, if you get popcorn, do you also get corn that's other types of music, like rock corn or jazz corn or rap corn? Do let me know. And lastly, but by no means leastly, this was on a nice review from Ruffergufferer in the UK. Oh, hey, that's where I am. We might be neighbours, Ruffergufferer. I'm sure I've had posts accidentally delivered to me for a name like that. So, uh, the first bit of Ruffergufferer message is, Linda is a carpenter. Is she? Is that why she's never around, as she's too busy making tables, chairs, wood and flooring? But then if she was a carpenter, when I called to ask her where she was... It would work. Get it? Would work? No. Ah. And then Ruffergufferer said, Joke, what travels the world but stays in a corner? And then they didn't put a punchline, so I don't know what the answer is. Instead, they just said, Did you know a tornado is faster than a phone car? So, hang on a second. What travels the world but stays in the corner? Is it uh, a tortoise who's sitting in a chair using a VR headset to look around the world? Is it a corner table on an aeroplane? Please let me know, Ruffergufferer. Is it Jeffrey who sits in the corner? I, I need to know the answer. And I didn't know a tornado is faster than a phone car. I'm guessing a tornado is when lots of people call Tony a world into a dangerous, windy spiral. And a phone car is a car made of phones? Or is it a phone with wheels? I have so many questions, Ruffergufferer. Please, please send some answers. Or if any of you listening out there want to send answers to Ruffergufferer's questions, then please do that as well. And in fact, if you want to send in your own jokes or favourite yoga poses or questions that you need answering on this here show, then do ask your farting galumpuses, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. It's now too late to send in any questions for our Christmas special episode, as that will be out next week, but any and everything else is always very welcomed.
Do check out all our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk as we have loads coming up next year. And of course, grab one of our t-shirts and our book at comedyclubforkids.store. Uh, and I guess I'll just try to chill out uh, like this, I guess. I don't really know what to do with myself. I do wish my head wasn't in my belly button. Uh, all the fluff is really tickling my nose. It's very unpleasant. But you don't want to hear about that. So why don't you listen instead to this most important as bit? I am very excited to have here at Radio Nonsense today the amazing Rob Kemp, a.k.a. Robathon Kemptapon of the Duck Pond, Roro Kempo, who lives the rhythm of the tempo, or as you're known to us, Slovenian-speaking listeners, Onki Nas Varuji Pred Kurikami. But of course, you are most well known for solving the infamous mystery case of the hey, who took my lemonade from the fridge, for being the world's only expert key beeper with several hives of keys that you like to beep to create melodic sounds, and for being several time gold medal winner of the not very high at all jump. Um, Rob, it's lovely to have you on the show. How are you? It's absolutely my my pleasure to be here. I, I can't believe you you took such great pains to look into my life. Thank you so much. It, it seems like a lot when you say it all back. I mean, you say that, but it, I was selective in what. There's so much more there, and I was very selective at the ones that I thought were you're perhaps most famous for. But you're you're a busy man. I, well, I try to I try to keep busy. I do I do I do uh, and be 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 keep be keep busy. My key beepings yeah, outside yeah. my speakeasy. I'll run that speakeasy. Yes, yes. Which, but you also, because I know you also keep bees and you, be, and you beep keys yep. and, and you speak ease. Do uh, you eat cheese? Of course, all of the cheese. Yes. I, uh, I, uh, but when I eat cheese, I say please. Uh, yes. I, I drink teas. Uh, oh. I sneeze. Have you uh, sneezed? I sneeze. Uh, well, mainly when I've peppered my peas. Ah, oh, uh, of course. I, I scratch a lot because I have fleas. Mm. Yes, <laughs> and and right now it's. I mean, I, I have to say, I don't normally get to speak to guests in such exotic locations, but you are currently surrounded by trees. I am surrounded by trees. If, if anything, it, I, I got a little bit hung up on the ease. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. It wasn't difficult to get here either because of the ease. Right, sure, sure. But I mean, I suppose it does make everything easier than, you know, it'd be harder if everything you did was difficult. And and I like that you've made it easy. Well, you sort of made it easy for yourself, but you made it difficult by having to be endlessly surrounded by bees, cheese, trees, yeah. and keys. That I mean, beep. if everything was hard, I'd have to live in the shard. I would have to... Yes. I'd have to... Um, other words yeah well i mean that's already very difficult <laughs> it's difficult know? that's why i don't do live hard <laughs> yes yes i i i mean you could you could live in some card that wouldn't be very comfortable but if you lived in the shard in some card i it probably would be quite comfortable it would i think the shard's quite fancy it's quite fancy and it's quite glass and i imagine some card to, would soften it up somewhat yes Yes, I mean it's it's a lot to think. About. I I have to say I'm pleased that you've chosen an easier lifestyle than that. You know, I don't I don't see the point in making things difficult for yourself. No, not at all, not at all. With all that glass in the shard as well, I imagine the sun might reflect through, burn the card. It would be charred. Oh, oh my goodness! I feel like we've dwelt too much on a life I didn't live. That's very true. That's very true. But what I am concerned about 
you know, is that you're already thinking it through. And I, I think what you've currently cultivated is a really nice lifestyle for yourself. Um, and, and as I said, it's one of the things that you're known for, especially the key beeping, which is, I mean, it's beautiful. We can come to that in a minute, but I don't, you know, I can, I can see the look in your eyes. Listeners won't be able to see, but you're obviously slightly excited by this life that's hard. And I don't, I, I don't think you should leave behind what you, you've got. Uh, you don't think I should leave behind what I've got? I, no. So I, so I should stay with the easy life. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly that's exactly what I meant. But, but I said it in a more uh, ridiculous way. <laughs> I mean, you should stay with the easy life and don't leave your behind wherever you got it. No, hang on, no, that's not right, is it? I keep my behind with me at yes, all times. Behind. You can see yes. I'm sitting down. <laughs> well, and 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 obviously your life would be much harder if you if you left your behind in places and then you you had to carry on without it. I know, yeah. There, there, there was that whole spate of people losing their behinds, uh, yes. and they were they were eternally standing up. Whenever you see a queue, that's a bunch of people who've lost their behinds. And if you remember, what was very exciting was when they got to the bottom of the case, and um, and it was just a bottom in a case, and that, that that's where it had been the whole time. The whole time, and and then there was a whole other case beneath that where the other people's bottoms were. Yes, it was. Yes. Fascinating, fascinating. Uh, no one discovered how they got there, though, which was interesting. Really odd, isn't it? Actually? Yeah. Just... Yeah, really odd. No one asked them either. Or maybe they did. I can't imagine they were you don't... understandable. No, you just get a lot of... <sighs> yeah, and hot air. Yeah. <laughs> and you could get that, and you could try and decode it or translate it, but ultimately, no one wants to get too close to that. Did no, they? no, 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 abs- absolutely not. Uh, and I, I imagine that opening those cases would would have been quite disgusting. Quite disgusting. The whiff you'd get when it, if they're if they're sort of proper brief. I, I didn't I didn't examine the details. If it was proper briefcases, they're quite sealed shut. Not much air can get out. So when you open them, it'd be <sighs> pretty whiffy. Yeah, pretty whiffy. Yeah, the wow. the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a what I I was I was going to ask. Um, you know, it's, it's it's interesting we brought up the the bottom case because uh, obviously you you solved the the mystery of who took the lemonade from the fridge. Um, but I was going to ask about the key the key beeping. So I did I did of course see you play in concert um with the key beeping a couple of years ago, um the Royal Albert Hall. You you had I think you had a selection of about twenty to thirty keys. It was a home co- it was a homecoming. Even though I don't live yes. there, someone else yes. someone else is home. Right, right, and were they okay with you turning up and? Just playing the keys. All the people that lived in the Royal Albert Hall, they thoroughly were they were overjoyed by the, the concert. They were surprised that I knew how to play, beep all of their keys, frankly. Yes, I mean, I'd have thought if you live in the Royal Albert Hall and that is your home, you've got to be quite used to people. Uh, for, for listeners around the world, the Royal Albert Hall is a big concert venue. And obviously, as we discovered, it's someone's home. But people play music there every night. And, and I assume if you lived there, you're probably quite used to it now. And if I, you're not, it'd be quite weird. I imagine so. I mean, you've had all sorts of people play there, and uh, I, I mean, if you're if you're not used to that now, if you're there banging on the wall saying "turn that racket down," yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> frankly, I think it's it's time you thought about moving. Yes, maybe not the place for you. You should have checked who your neighbours were, and if they were the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, then maybe you should have lived somewhere else. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's how I started with the key beeping. Uh, incidentally, do, are you aware of how I came to be a key? I, I am not. Well, this is I, I did want to ask you because I think it is 
it's you you are the world's only expert keykeeper well right now I don't want anybody to think that this is not a uh, it's a it's a field that's open to everyone but I personally came to be a keykeeper when I um I worked outside a hotel and uh, people would arrive and they would bring their car and they would hand me their their keys and I would keep the keys for them when they wanted their car back I was a, a valet I think it's called mm. uh, and I found one time I mixed them all up but I didn't know where which one was for which so I had to play all of the keys to find out whose car was what wow it was a honestly it was a stressful day but looking back it was the making of me I mean it's it's be- is there any particular key that makes you know, I, I wouldn't know where to start. Uh, my, my car key doesn't make a particularly nice noise. I think it's just a boop. Which, well, I don't know what key so, that would be. Well, maybe, maybe it isn't a skill for everybody. Um, it's like an untrained... Untra- I, I don't mean to insult you, of course, but maybe uh, you, I, I imagine your you, your skills lie elsewhere. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a wine, I guess. Like, you know, you drink mm. a wine and then you, you, you sip a wine and you might not... You just think, oh, that tastes like wine. Uh, yes, yes. That's what all our listeners. I should say all our listeners do drink wine and do all what it tastes. They, they're of all ages, from sort of like naught years old to to four hundred, not one hundred year olds. Long story, not going to go into it. But because, so I'm sure even sort of one and two year olds drink wine and, and think it tastes like wine. Of course, of course, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a sort of a really sort of angry grape flavour, isn't it? For those yes, who don't, angry grape. That's that's the correct, absolutely the correct way of saying it. Yeah. And. Um, and yeah, so you, on first taste, you might go, oh, that's a mildly annoyed grape. And then you go, oh, I can't really tell what it's annoyed about. But on closer inspection, once you get used to dr- sipping your angry grape juice, you get a sense of it. Yes. And I'm always amazed that you get people that have like a sip of a drink and then they'll say, hmm, I'm getting um, smells of ancient cows and the war of the frogs. And that time a man's moustache uh, fell off, you know, and they, they seem to get a lot of taste from it that I I wouldn't even know. I think if I tasted the taste of someone's moustache falling off, I wouldn't even know that's what it tasted of. Well, no, exactly. I, I suppose you have to be there at that time. It's yes. Uh, oh, this has got uh, hints of uh, a, a briefcase full of behinds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds horrible. It does sound <laughs> horrible. I, I, that's that's a vineyard that will have closed down very quickly. Yes. Yes. But I, I see what you're saying, and you have to. You you are an expert at knowing the keynote, especially because you had so much experience in in beeping keys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I find it curious because pianos have keys, mm-hmm. and people play those keys, but they don't beep. But you have keys, and you play the keys keys, and they beep. Well, I've got a. I've I had it at the thirty that I use at the Royal Albert Hall. I've had them assembled in a line. Much like a piano, uh, my piano, uh, right. my uh, grand piano. Um, so I do. I, I'm a traditionalist in some ways. I feel. And yes. I, I, I want well, it. I can I ask, and you might not want to divulge information. Are they still keys for someone's car? And every time you play them, do you unlock and open the car? No, the cars are there. The cars are on stage. Oh, phew, because it's something felt quite unsafe if you had just if you just had someone else's car keys and you were just regularly opening and unopening them for the sake of music. Oh well I, I am, 
but obviously there's a there's a long discussion process with the owners and sure, sure. and uh, it, it it's an interesting situation because because they are it's they are at once it's convenient to them because there's mm. free parking yeah, as it were they're there right in the Albert Hall but it's mm. um it's a bit of a pain to get out at the end of course yeah, yeah I, because there's no car sized doors no it's in the venue yeah. yeah there's there's a bit of a skylight some go down a trap door sure yeah some yeah. some we have to take apart into all of the component pieces of the car and then reassemble them outside that is a lot of work it is for one show but i mean you know having seen i would say it's worth it and i i'm pleased i pleased you do it um might maybe some sort of catapult is what you need or yeah well i mean i am thinking of doing some overseas shows so i imagine that will come in there that will be the way forward yeah Yeah. it's a shame boat do boats have keys uh i don't know i've never i've never uh opened a boat i don't really know well you've got to get them going somehow so i yeah are you are you are you suggesting like a a, another phase like a a a water music Yes, well, there you go. Exactly, that's it. Lovely. Handles water music with boat keys. Played by boat keys. Played by boat keys. Which yeah. is the so, which is how it should be played. I mean, I don't know what he's playing at or well, with. I mean, if anything, amateur, an absolute amateur, and uh, you know, clearly Handel didn't spend a lot of time parking cars. That's all I would say about See, him. See, he. Rude. Well, no, of course he didn't. I mean, I, I'm amazed he made such beautiful music, given that he played with Handels. Yes. Yes, I mean, it really is. They are. It is remarkable the sounds he gets from those handles, and and of all different types as well. There's, and there's obviously door in there. Um, there were some briefcases actually. There were some briefcases. Early, weren't there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what were the other? There was. Um, That's why he was. was the, the the briefcase handles was why he was one of the first suspects in the whole. Uh, yes. behind. Sorry, I, I. It all seems to come back to that. It's it's fascinating. It really does. It it really. If does, I was a conspiracy actually. theorist. Yes, yes. If you were, and I'm, yeah, it's curious. I mean, I, the thing is, it can't have been handled because he never played any bum notes, did he? It was he always, did not. No. So, yes. Well, look, listen. I, I mean, I'm maybe this question. Well, I've got a question for you, Robbie. It's one. Of, it's, it's such a delight having you on this show, and I, and I've got an important question for you. And I'm worried now that that question may end up coming back to the the, the behinds in the briefcases case, especially well, as it hasn't been solved. But we'll, we'll see. only we can only wait and see, can't we? <laughs> We'll only wait and see. It's it's we can we'll see how I mean, unravels. But... I mean, if you if you're unhappy with that as a possibility, then oh, I imagine I would be looking at some sort of sign. Sure, sure. Well, absolutely. So I will. Let's see how we go because I, I just I feel like there are. You know, I knew you're an expert in many things. And I knew you're already investigating. You investigated that case of the lemonade. I, I feel like we're unraveling some mysteries here. Um, or perhaps just our minds. And so I, before we get to the big question, uh, which I, I, you know, I think you are the person to answer. Um, I've got some admin. I've got some admin, Robin. I okay. hope that's okay. It's Absolutely. important to have admin, isn't it? Um, and the first bit of admin is, I, I'm not sure if you're aware, um, but this is an audio podcast. And so, as I say every week, our listeners do listen to it with their ears, but they may also listen with their bums or their knees. And we don't discriminate however they choose to listen. That is fine. Um, but I wondered, because it's an audio podcast, uh, if you had a favourite noise, uh, and if perhaps you could even make it for us. 
my uh, my favourite noise is uh, the sound of uh, a, uh, a it's it's the sound of uh, a, a thrumming. Oh. Or occasionally, I do enjoy surrounding myself with uh, crickets. Yes, yes, we, a sort we of can a, hear that. A whistling, squeaking sound. Yeah, right. it makes me feel at ease. Yes. Oh, oh, of course, of course. So more than bees or fleas. More than bees and fleas. More than bees and fleas. Yes. Yeah, just a sort of a. Yes. Well, I like I like the thrumming because what I like about thrumming those is because it can be for like a machine kind of. There's like a a machine in motion, or it can be just a very grumpy posh man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. It could also be uh, like a, 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 a ceremony, like mm. a, a monks, a series of, of gathered monks of some sort of um, sect or, or throat singing. They do that in some places. Throat uh, amazing. I mean, I'm not doing it because I can't do it. I'm a key beeper. But... Um, but uh, yeah, oh, it's glorious the, how they make all those guttural sounds. Uh, but yeah, a yeah. sort of a sort of a gentle um, underlying cuddle. Yes, yes, of noise. It's beautiful. I mean, I have to say, I know you say you can't do the throat noise, but your thrumming is excellent. Thrumming there. I'm not even doing it now. I don't know who's doing. I don't there, know what's doing that. That's very, that's very weird. Is there a large machine near you? Oh yeah, yeah. They are. Oh, sorry, but my thrumming sounds more like. Oh, that's nice as well. I mean, it could also be bees, actually. To uh, yeah, <laughs> could be bees. It could be bees. I mean, I am starting to wonder, you know, and and again, I'm I, maybe this is on my mind because we've had all these conspiracies, and and, and you know, we're trying to unravel mysteries. I am wondering if perhaps inside all these machines, or indeed beehives, there are some monks or very posh old men. Well, you don't see many monks or posh old men around on the street or at school, do you? No, which is weird. So where are they? That's what I want to know. I imagine yeah. they're in they're in the machines. Yeah. And when you uh, when you ask a posh old man, what, what do you do, and he goes. And he's sort of telling you, isn't he? I mean, I mean, uh, our previous prime minister, uh, Boris Johnson, he used to make that sort of sound because he was preparing to go and be part of a machine. Of course, yes, a previous, previous, yeah, and and he, yeah, he, yeah, yes, that's very true. Very true. Well, so he's of... now probably part of a machine. Somewhere. Yeah, I think he's in a printer somewhere. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a wonderful noise, and it's obviously. Um, you know, people have been hearing that uh, for for days. Months. I mean, they might constantly hear it and uh, had no idea what it was. And I, the, you know, it's a good word as well. Thrumming. thrumming. It's a great word. Thrumming. Yes, like a hum, but it, with more of a thr. But yes, there is a there is a distinct extra thr. But, but uh, I, I, sonically, when you're making it the sound yourself or hearing it, it, there isn't that much of a shift. No. I mean, it's a fascinating noise. You know, I, I'd like um, to thank you. And then a thrum. Hang on a second. Are you... 
Are you suggesting that hums are masquerading as thrums? I'm. I'm suggesting thrums are masquerading as hums. I'm suggesting that they're that we've been taken for fools all this time. Um, Thru- they should be called thrumbugs. Uh, I. 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 I wow. uh, thrumpty Dumpty. Yes, what the yeah. thrum aside? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am. I'm shocked and appalled, and I'm. I'm. You know, I. Once again, you've exposed something that is 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 deeply wrong with the world, and I, I thank you, Rob. For it's this podcast, the only place you're going to hear truths like that. So, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you, and it excellently well made noise, and uh, whew, wow, this is big. Okay. Listen, Rob. Let me let me get this other admin bit out of the way because I I don't know where this is going to go, and I'm quite excited, a little bit scared. But we've obviously the other thing with this podcast, is, apart from being audio, is it is a family friendly podcast. It's suitable for people of all ages, as I mentioned, and not 100 year olds. Long story. Um, is there any words that you won't be saying to make sure this stays family friendly? Oh, I oh, I couldn't possibly say thrumbumple. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. No, don't say thrumbumple. Uh, or uh, homework is also one that really makes me oh. gag. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. No, please don't say homework. Yeah. We will get Ooh. shut down. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I, 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 yeah. If, if, you, if I were to, I would want you to beep it out or be it out. Yes. Or, you know, just like cover it up. I'm not going to. Don't worry. I'm a man of control. Don't worry. Well, that's good. Yeah, because my, my worry is you'd say homework or thrum bumple and then I'd have to beep it out. But then I wouldn't beep it out with the expertise that you can beep things out. And then people would think that you'd just done a beep, but perhaps you weren't as good at it as you are. And then we're in a whole situation. Um, we do run uh, workshops on beeping. If, right. I mean, I, we probably don't have time to before the end of the of the of the of this recording, but. But, uh, Are you suggesting that should we say homework or thrumbumple, which I, neither of us will? I'm, I'm no, no, obviously. It's... That I then attend a workshop to then learn how to beep it out, to then come back and beep out. In time. Yes. In time. Yes. If you, in fact, if, if you do arrive in the room, I insist that you move out the way of, for you so that you can beep with expertise. Kind of... No, I, you know, I just think that, you know, we want to make sure we can make the best of this. Don't we? No, yeah, I, no uh, homework will happen, uh, yes, especially yes. while this podcast is occurring. No homework, and also uh, Thrumbum pulls a way out. Yes, well, thank you, thank you very much, and I, I appreciate that. And obviously, you know, you won't be saying that. I won't. I won't be saying homework and Thrumbum either. And I really appreciate that. And listeners know that they're safe. And if they're not safe, I will attend a key beeping workshop and make sure that it. It's a, it's quite an effort, but I will I will do it. I, I, it, the, the the level of care you take over your listeners is is excellent. That you would make all these take all these steps to avoid saying and provocative words. Yes, like yes. homework yeah. and thrumbumble. Yes, well, and never once has anyone said uh, trouser hurricane on this show. So you know, like we, we really care. We, there's a lot that's just never happened, and it's because I'm very careful about it. And so it's um. Well, thank you. No, I appreciate. I appreciate you noticing that, Rob. It's, it means a lot. Uh, now, listen. I've, I've got the big. I've got the big question for you, and and I hope you're ready for this. But I, you know, I asked you on this show. I'm very pleased you could make it because I think you are the person that can answer this really, and, and answer this with the gravitas and the care that is needed. Um, and there's there's a lot there's a lot here. So let me let me go through this bit by bit. 
So this question is from Sir Goose Bagel the Third, who is nine hams and three quarter pineapples in age, or as they say in silly person talk, nine and three quarters. Which I mean, the fact that they also speak silly person is shows they are really Sir Goose Bagel. They are obviously a very high, you know, high status, um, very learned. Um, they speak both in pizza toppings and in silly person. That is. I mean, it's quite. I, I feel quite honoured to have received this letter. I have to say, um, they did point out that their gallible doofhorn, sorry, their mum, helped them send this. Um, but that's, you know, you have to, you have to. Grown ups have to have a use, right? Otherwise, what's the point? Is that not because um, if the if it's uh, Goose Bagel the third? Yes, yes. So of the Goose Bagel dynasty, dynasty. I believe so, as yes. as the third, that would make. Uh, their father, Sir Goose Bagel the second, I believe so. Yes. And their grandfather, yes. Sir Goose Bagel the first. Yes, and then the great grandfather, Sir Goose Bagel the prequel. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and there'd probably be three of those, as is usually yes. the case. Yes, that's true. The great great and the great great great, and then there'll be sort of Sir Goose Baguette, the probably the inquisitive. Recently, it'll go. And they have that um, that branch off on the family tree for the goose croissants. Yes, of course. Yes, it's quite. I mean, it's quite a long family lineage, isn't it? Because I do believe there's also sort of um, there's duck muffins, aren't there? There's the duck muffins. Um, I believe you've also got the uh, the the moorhen brioche, <laughs> the the swan, um, uh, the twisty one. Oh, um, uh, the twists. It's, it's the, the cheese twists. Swan the, cheese twists. Can't it, that wasn't. No, I don't think that's what they're called. Yes, and is it not the right. the <laughs> the salty ones? The pre- ah, the swan pretzels. Oh, the swan, swan pretzels. pretzels. Oh my goodness! I feel like such an. They're like some of the most famous uh, duck bread based uh, Family. you know, families in the world. Yeah, absolutely. But, but in silly person talk, as you said, the the uh, his mum. Um, what what is it in yes. in uh, what, what? How did he refer to her? Well, he said my gallible doofhorn. Now I I should give you some background on this podcast. I regularly forget what grown ups are called, and so oh. I often refer to them as like sort of lolloping guff factories. Um, you know, it, it's, an, it's it's my bad. I just oh I'm sorry. Grown ups, I am sorry. So I I but but it could be that his mum is called gallible doofhorn, um, and I've got this wrong. So I, I again I'm not entirely sure. But that would make her. Lady Gallable Dufourn. It would, yes, it would. Yeah, of the famous Dufourn the family. Famous Dufourn family. It's, I mean, this is a real meeting of the. I mean, I can yes. I just say in advance uh, to uh, Sir Goose Bagel the Third. It is an honour to be able to field your question. If that is what I'm eventually going to do. Yes, yes, and I mean, <laughs> look, listen, uh, you know, you. I don't think you're going to believe this question as well because it's it's a big from they, they like Sergey's Bagel has really trusted us the third sorry has really trusted us with quite a big question so I'm gonna right Sergey's Bagel the third's question is why did a frog turn me into a goose oh well, wow. you're good at mysteries wow mm. oh my word yes it's big it is really really big um. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me. What? What? I don't feel like I've got the full picture here. That's the issue, right? Like, um, sure. What? What was Sir Goose Bagel the Third prior to being a goose? 
It's tricky, isn't it? Because I don't know if he was a bagel mm. or if, if Goose is simply a first name. Uh, I mean, this is the thing we haven't discussed. We obviously know we know about the family tree. I don't know if Goose Bagel is the family name and there's actually a first name before that. Goose is the first name or indeed they are a bagel or hmm. a person. I mean, I'm going to assume that they weren't a goose. Yes. They they had to have not been a goose. Mm. And that previously they were everything, they could have been anything else other than a goose. Yes. Right. Right. Well, then, that sounds like this frog took one look at whatever they were mm. and thought, you're not nearly goose enough. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it could be that they were a giraffe and they were just too tall, not really goose enough. It could be that they were a hospital and they were not mm. quite goose enough. Not goose at all. Not yeah. Not, not, goose not in the least bit goosey. Mm. I, that, right. If if they were a clown's horn, mm. and they made that sort of ha 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 ha, that that yes. is marginally goose. Yes, well, and also the horn bit looks a little bit like a little head, and the horn and the and the tooty bit looks a bit like a beak, like a beak, and quite, so that, quite goose, yeah. quite goose. But you're missing most of the goose. So I, mm. I would probably say the frog turned you from whatever you were into a goose because you weren't goose enough. I, I mean, this is, I think that is a, a fantastic answer. But let me, I just want to pose you a couple of questions here. Firstly, is it possible that Sir Goose Bagel the, the, the Goose Bagel the Third was originally a goose, managed to turn themselves into something else, perhaps seeking to no longer be a goose, perhaps not wanting to be pinned down by their family's tradition, wanting to break out on their own and and perhaps be a, a hospital or um, a shoe or you know a, a bike in a canal, something like that, and then and then this frog turned them back into a goose, which has perhaps shattered their dreams. Well, that sounds to me like there's some untold story, some sort of um, beef, some sort of yes. some previous argument that Sir Goosebagel the Third had with this frog that want made made this frog want them not to be content and happy in their non-goose life, and yeah. and and if 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 that is what it was, then yeah, I, you know. Maybe go and have a word. Go and, go and say, do, what, did, did I upset you? Can you make me a goose again? No. Can you un, un-goose me? Degoosify. Yes, degoosify is the correct word, yes. I if you were to degoosify me and turn me back to whatever I was. I don't feel like we've got we've got all the details here. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and I just I just want to clarify that she said have a, have a word and then you said a full sentence. Is there a specific word? You would choose to use. Um, please. Yeah, that's nice. And then, and then the frog, knowing that they'd done the goosing, yeah, would be able to extrapolate the 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 plea. Yes. Well, it's very good. I think you're right. We don't have enough. To, I mean, I, I for one, I know many stories of frogs being turned into princes, princesses. Mm. Um, I don't know of any stories of frogs turning geese into non-geese or, or non-geese into geese or frogs turn i didn't know frogs possess that ability 
It's you see, you see all this stuff that we know of the the frog community uh, in fairy tales being princes in disguise. It it is largely frog propaganda. Right. Uh, I think it's I think it's fibs that have been told on behalf of the frog community trying to ingratiate themselves. Uh, and there, there they are uh, smearing the good names of of upstanding witches and and uh, sorcerers turning, you know, saying, oh, yeah, we're the victims all the time. We're the victims when, when in actual fact, you know, they, they've got the powers as well and they, they, they sort of deny it. Yeah, because I did wonder for years if the frogs were just always all about, yeah, I'm definitely a prince, I'm definitely a prince, and then they get invited to royal weddings, get to eat all the little, little sandwiches, and then they go home uh, and, and, you know, they've got away with it again. They are magical kingdom um, wedding crashers. Yes, their own weddings frequently, yeah. and they go, "Oh yeah, ha, huh, you suckers! I've fooled you, and I and I'm I'm not a frog. I mean, I am a frog. Here, yeah. here, look at this goose. It used to be a hospital." <laughs> I mean, like, from from everything we've said so far, you really, I don't, I don't know if I like frogs anymore. I mean, I don't know if I liked them particularly before, but I definitely don't like them now. And I am starting to wonder if Sir Goose Bagel III was a goose, stopped being a goose, was turned back into a goose by a frog who's uh, just a bit of a horrible frog. It, maybe, or maybe I'm being too harsh on the frog community. Maybe, maybe uh, Sir Goose Bagel became a frog because it was the good life. It was the easy oh. life enjoying crashing weddings yeah and then he crashed a wedding too many possibly the wrong wedding possibly the frog the 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 frog of which we're speaking and then you know this you you cross the wrong frog and then you're a goose wow my goodness it's uh it's, I mean, it's a lot. Is it could could it be? I'm going to throw a real spanner into the works here, but just because of of how this podcast has gone, could it also be that Sir Goose Bagel the Third, whatever they were before, was responsible for taking lots of bottoms, putting them in briefcases, and the frog has turned them into a goose in order to allow them to escape and never be found guilty of the crime? Because who's going to accuse a goose of putting behinds in briefcases? I mean, well, the. The, the thing about geese, and I'm assuming you're a learned man, you know this, mm-hmm. geese don't have fingerprints. <laughs> I did not know that. So anything that they'd, anything that they, if they had fingers, but previously put all over the briefcases, they wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to link them to a goose. You wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to. That, that goose is, you know, you inadmissible. Yeah, it's not a yeah. You, you, yeah you're scot free, off flying south for the winter probably. Yeah, not, yeah. And you can't even really sort of like arrest a goose because it just flies off and just honks. Yeah, it. and the, the handcuffs immediately. You can see the problem there. Yeah, you don't get wing cuffs, do you? And even if no, you did no. get wing cuffs, they're not made. They're not made for for, for geese. And you, and you don't really want to go too near a goose either because it will nip you and that's not very nice. So they will nip you. They will nip you. Yeah. They can't break your arm because that's what swans do and they they, yes. they copyrighted doing that. It's like, yeah, don't, so that's that, one of don't, the first moves of the swan pretzel family, wasn't it? Yeah, don't come horning in. They, well, they, they wanted to break the arms so they could bend them into a lovely pretzel, pretzel. shape. Mm. And, they, and they said, don't come horning in on our malarkey. We're, 
we're breaking the arms. If you want to, you can nip people or you can flood, chase at them or, I don't know, you can bite them on the bottom or, you know, yeah. trip yeah. them up. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. You've got to have a brand, though, and I, I fully understand it. Um, you know, Rob, Rob, what I would suggest is, you know, I think you're, you, you've are you really delved into this, and I really appreciate the time and effort you're putting into this, but I, it does feel like we don't know enough. It does feel like it's very hard to give a definitive answer to why this frog turns Sir Goose Bagel III into a goose. Uh, do, do, does Sir Goose Bagel the Bagel III want to uh, send in a follow-up question? Is that is that... Are you happy for I, that to happen, or is this is this one and done? Well, it's it's you know we've got a big, uh, big, big pile of questions at Comedy Club Kids HQ that um, are yet to be answered. However, this to me feels like an important. I I am worried. You know what we try and do on the show is is answer the questions. Of course. Um, you know, uh, not normally in any sort of sensible way. It's actually answering them, but we do try to answer them. And I don't feel this can be answered properly until we know. The, the story no so what i mean is if it's at the bottom of the pile you may eventually come to it but it might not be an issue anymore by the time you do yeah well look, I, i'll i'll open so you speak the third if you're listening let's see what can happen my worry is we'll get to the bottom of the pile the bottom won't be there it'll be in a briefcase somewhere it'll be in a briefcase because a goose took it mm, yeah i the, the 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 shortest answer that I can think of is why did a frog turn me into a goose? Because you deserved it or didn't. Yeah, and you good. weren't goose enough. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't goose enough. Those are some powerful words, I think, and uh, and I hope Sir Goose Bagel Third heard them. You know, because uh, you you weren't goose enough, and and you need to understand that. Thank you, Robert. Someone needed to say it. You said someone, it, yeah. Right? I'm really pleased you did. Well, thank you. And listen, um, you know, I'll, if Sergey Spokesman wants to reply, I, w- I will let you know. But uh, I, I consider that answered. And you know, how I, I guess you're busy. Uh, have you, uh, you've, you've done your big key beeping tour now. Have you got a lot on for the rest of the week? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I was. I was thinking of uh, uh, trying because you, you use c- cards to get into hotels these days. And I was thinking of seeing what I, what sounds I can make out of those kind of keys. That's my uh, it's, wow. for the next album. I'm gonna try uh, making key hosp- hotel. That's it, are you gonna have to have a lot of people's hotel rooms on stage with you? Um, I think I'll probably do it in a corridor so that they're they're, they're there. You know, they're all there. Probably that's, what I'll do. A lot more sense. And then you bring the Royal Albert Hall audience to the corridor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that feels yeah. that feels uh, like the most sensible way to do it. Or I'll live stream it from the yep. there. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, you've got it all. I don't even know one question. You've got it all covered. So, well, well thank you, Rob. Thank you so much for your time. Um, My pleasure. You your effort in answering that question. It's been a delight to have you on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks so much to Rob for answering Sir Goose Bagel the Third's very, very serious question uh, in between all the key beeping that he had to do. Sir Goose Bagel, I do hope the answers were helpful to you. And if not, I guess I'll never know, as I don't really understand goose. Unless, of course, the frog turns you back into whatever you were before a goose, and then maybe it'll be 
Okay. Um, I should say to all you listeners, I do know a little bit about Sergei Spagel, and uh, they do have their own YouTube channel where they put up stuff about Minecraft and Roblox and things. And if you'd like to subscribe to them, they're the Real Dragon Beans at YouTube. And I've already subscribed. I'm very excited to see what goose-based Minecraft content they do. Um, If you have a question you need answering or you want to send in your own made up jokes or anything else you like, do get your farting galumpuses, I'm sorry, grown ups to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. Find out when we're doing live shows near you at comedyclub4kids.co.uk and grab our Radio Nonsense t-shirts at comedyclubforkids.store. And I don't know if I could put a T-shirt on uh, or anything on, really, on my shoes or a hat, because I'm still stuck in this standing porridge shoe pose. I've, I've sort of got used to it in a way. I could almost say that I'm relaxed, apart from having my feet in my ears. But otherwise, it's kind of comfy. Oh, and the belly button fluff tickling my nose. It does keep making me feel like I'm going to... Ah, I'm going to... Ah, ah, ah. And I'm all back to normal. Thank goodness for that. Well, I was wrong. It is actually a lot more comfy uh, being in this shape, this normal shape uh, that isn't a pose. Um, and also, I suppose, being like this, I can now do my other yoga poses again and the rest of the session that I was planning to. So a deep breath. And the next one is disorientated crescent honey nut loops traffic warden. I can just lift my right leg into my nose and my left arm around my little right toe and my... Uh, oh, no, there's nothing to stick on my nose. Uh, I'm going to have to be stuck like this. I guess I've just got to live like this now. Uh, deep breaths. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be relaxing eventually. See you next week for our Christmas special. Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. It's the end.